Cantos fifty two to fifty four of Book four of the Ramayam of Balmiki, translated by Ralph to H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om One Two Three. Canto fifty two The Exit Rama, he cried, a prince whose sway all peoples of the art obey. The Dundak's tangled forest came with his brave brother and his dame. From the dark shade of forest boughs, the giant raven stole his pows. Our king's grievous orders send these banners fought to aid his friend. That so the lady be restored, uninjured to her sorrowing lord. What angered and the rest, this band has wandered through the southern land. With careful search in every place, the lady and the fiend to trace. We roamed the southern region over, and stood upon the ocean shore. By hunger pressed our strength gave away, beneath the spreading trees we lay, and cried, worn out of toil and woe, no farther comrades can we go. Then as our sad eyes looked around, we spied an opening in the ground, where all was gloomy dark behind, the creeping plants that over it twined. Fought drooping from the dark recess, came swans and mallards numberless, with drops upon their shining wings, as newly bathed where water springs. On, comrades, to the cave, I cried, and all within the portal hide, each clasping fast another's hand, far onward pressed the banner band, and still, as tossed and hunger drove, we traced the mages of the grove. Here thou, with hospitable care, hast fed us with the noblest fare, preserving us about to die with this thy plentiful supply. But how, O pious lady, say, may we thy gracious boon repay? He ceased. The ascetic dame replied, Well, Barnes, am I satisfied? A life of holy works I lead, And from your hands no service need. Then spake again the Banner chief, We came to thee and found relief. Now listen to a new distress, And aid us, holy votaress. Our wanderings in this vasty cave, Exhaust the time Sugriva gave. Once more then, lady, grant release, and let thy suppliants go in peace. Again upon the errand sped, for King Sugriva's ire we dread. And the great task our sovereign set, alas, is unaccomplished yet. Does Hanuman their leader prayed, and does the dame her answer made? Scars made a living find their way, returning hands to light of day. But I will free you through the might of penance, fast, and holy rite. Close for a while your eyes, and never may you return to upper air. She ceased, the banners all obeyed, their fingers on their eyes they laid, and ere a moment's time had fled, where through the mazy cavern led, again the gracious lady spoke, and joy in every bosom woke. Lo! Here again is Bintel's hill, whose valleys trees and creepers fill, and by the margin of the sea, 
Prasravan, where you fain would be. With blessings then she bade adieu, and swift within the cave withdrew. Canto 53. Angad's Council They looked upon the boundless main, the awful seat of Barun's reign, and heard his waters roar and rave, terrific with each crested wave. Then in the depths of sorrow drowned, they sat upon the bosky ground, and sadly as they pondered grieved, for days gone by and not achieved. Pain pierced them through with sharp sting, when gazing on the trees of spring, they saw each waving bough that showed the treasures of its glorious load, and helpless, fainting with the weight of woe, they sank disconsolate. Then lion-shouldered, stout and strong, the noblest of the banner throng, Ungered, the prince imperial rose, and, deeply stricken by the woes, that his impetuous spirit broke, thus gently to the chieftain spoke. Mark ye not, banners, that the day of a monarch fixed has passed away. The month is lost in toil and pain, and now, my friends, what hopes remain? On you, in law of counsel tried, our king's griever most relied. Your hearts, with strong affection fraught, his will in every labour sought, and the true valour of your band was blazoned wide in every land. Fought on the toilsome search you sped by me, for so he willed it, led. To us of every hope bereft, that is the only refuge left. For none a happy life may see, who fails to do our king's decree. Come, let us all from food abstain, and perish thus, since hope is vain. Stern is our king, and swift to ire, imperious, proud, and fierce like fire, and never will pardon us the crime of fruitless search and wasted time. Far better does to end our lives, and leave our wealth, our homes, and wives, leave our dear little ones and all, then by his vengeful hand to fall. Think not, Sigriva's wrath will spare, me Bali's son, imperial heir, for Ragu's royal son, not he, to his high place anointed me. Sigriva, long my bitter foe, with eager hand will strike the blow, and mindful of the old offence will slay me now for negligence. Nor will my pitying friends have power to save me in the deadly hour. Now here, O chieftains, will I lie by ocean's march and fast and die. They heard the royal prince declare the purpose of his fixed despair, and all by common terror moved, his speech in these sad words approved. Sugriva's heart is hard and stern, and Rama's thoughts for Sita yawn. Our forfeit lives will surely pay for idle search and long delay, and our fierce king will bid us die the favour of his friend to buy. Then Tara softly spake to cheer the banner's hearts oppressed by fear. Despair no more, your doubts dispel. Come in this ample cavern dwell. 
there may we live in blissful ease mid springs and fruit and bloomy trees secure from every foe's assault for magic framed the wondrous vault protected there we need not fear though rama and our king come near nor dread even him who batters down the portals of the foreman's town canto fifty four hanuman's pitch but hanuman while tara best of splendid chiefs his thought expressed perceived that bali's princely son a kingdom for himself had won his keen eye marked in him combined the warrior's arm the ruler's mind and every noble gift should grace the happy sovereign of his race marked how he grew with ripening age more glorious and bold and sage like the young moon that night by night shines on with ever waxing light brave as his royal father wise as he who counsels in disguise marked how forwearied with the quest he needed not his lieges hast but tara's every word obeyed like indra's till by sukra swayed then with his prudent speech he tried to better taught the prince to guide and by division's skilful art the banners and the youth to part illustrious angad thou in fight hast far surpassed thy father's might most worthy like thy sire of old the empire of our race to hold the banners fickle people range from wish to wish and welcome change their wives and babes they will not leave and to their new-made sovereign cleave no art no gifts will draw away the banners from sugriva's sway through hope of wealth through fear of pain still faithful will they all remain thou fondly hopest in this cave the vengeance of the foe to brave but lakshman's arm a shower will send of deadly shafts those walls to rend like indra's bolts his shafts have power to cleave the mountain like a flower o angad mark my counsel well if in this cave thou choose to dwell these banner hosts with one accord will quit thee for their lawful lord and turn again with thirsty eyes to wife and babe and all they prize thou in the lonely cavern left of followers and friends bereft will be in all thy woe alas weak as a blade of trembling grass and lakshman's arrows keen and fierce from his strong bow thy heart will pierce but if in lowly reverence meek sugriva's court with us thou seek he as thy bought demands will share the kingdom with the royal heir thy loving kinsman true and wise looks on these still with favouring eyes firm in his promise pure is he and never will vex or injure thee he loves thy mother lives for her a faithful friend and worshipper that mother's love thou mayst not spawn her only child return return and of cantos fifty two fifty three and fifty four